Welcome to the Foodist Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph, the star of the show. So, Steph, this week we are talking about uh, why is it easier sometimes to stay overweight than it is to lose weight? Very powerful. I feel like this has got many rabbit holes and many different twists and turns, so I'll try and keep you on the straight and narrow as possible Mm. but when obviously you came up with this podcast in your mind why firstly did it come up in your into your mind what popped into it and what are your thoughts on it i think and lots of listeners listening to this podcast will relate to this too and it kind of goes with the whole yo-yo dieting scope and it's just a conversation i've had with a few people on instagram recently about how you actually change, how you actually decide, okay, I want to lose weight. On a scale of one to 10, how ready are you to lose weight? A lot of people are not actually at a 10. Yes, I'm ready. I need it as bad as I need to breathe kind of thing. So I think it then brings around full circle to, okay, it's actually easier to stay where you are right now. As humans, we don't really like change, whether that is changing your house changing your whatever and i think it is a psychological and also a physical thing that we probably need to discuss today as we as human beings are complicated but the reality is so many people including lots of listeners have been on so many diets before they failed so many times they don't know where to turn they're lost stuck confused it's easier just to give up or is it? Absolutely. Okay. Let's first break it down into two then the the mental side of it and the physical side of it. Let's first talk about the mental side of it. And obviously neither of us are uh, esteemed psychologists, but obviously you have a lot of firsthand experience uh, of people in this journey. And you see obviously a lot of like the drivers, the raw reason, motivation of why um, they obviously firstly get on the journey and you hear a lot of the the backstory as well so firstly what do you think is um the thing that holds people back the most maybe on the the mental side of it so people that want to lose weight desperately want to lose weight but can't lose weight or don't lose weight i think after talking to many 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 people about this they don't think they deserve to lose weight They genuinely think this is how it should be. And this comes right down to the core of someone's identity. Identity in terms of I've always been the fat girl in my friendship group. I've always been the one that eats the extra dessert. If no one wants the extra dessert, I'll have the last bit of cake or whatever it is. I have always been the girl that will drink the most out of the friendship group. And that's, that's who you become because you tell yourself, I'm the fat girl in the friendship group and everyone else then is like, yeah, she's the fat girl in the friendship group. So then changing your identity, actually, when you think about it, is harder than it sounds. Like it's, and it goes for anyone. If your identity, and Java, you'll relate to this one as a sports person. So a sports person that gets injured and Jamba actually, I think you've spoken about mm-hmm. this before on the podcast is your identity is 
I'm a tennis player or I'm a football player or a rugby player. Mm -hmm. So if you're then injured and can't do that sport, that's a core part of your identity that you then have to change. Yeah. So it goes into the realm of all different walks of life, but obviously this is a weight loss podcast and that's what we're talking about. And no, I think, I think it's a a very important topic and point that we should talk about because sometimes in the, when people are on a weight loss journey before they almost get to the breaking point and take that first step, I think, um, and this happened, I've seen this happen firsthand. I'm going to talk about men. Um, obviously you said like, obviously it happens in women as well, but, um, I've seen some men that, you know, it's a bit of banter, you know, you're a chunk, the chunky one, or yeah, like you said, like we'll have that extra burger or eat people's leftover chips or, you know, whatever it should be. And that, that's kind of their identity because sometimes you don't want to address the real problem potentially inside that's how you identify yourself because it's easier to just go with that flow than it is to go no like put a stop to it it's almost like you know perpetual motion is great harder to stop but once you stop it you know that's where things the change happens yeah and as Jabo said at the start we are definitely not psychologists and I'm sure there's lots of fancy terms and meanings and everything behind all this but even from what I see as a weight loss coach is people will lose weight. They'll lose some weight, but then they'll get to a point of actually, this isn't something they physically say to themselves, but they will self-sabotage mm-hmm. because they then elasticate back to actually, no, I'm, I am still that person, that yeah. overweight person. And that's where I should be, even if it's subconscious. And sometimes it's harder to, if people around you perceive you in a certain way, for example, maybe not being a bit overweight and not being the caring about your health and fitness as much as potentially others, it's very hard then to go against the grain and say to them, no, and keep, they almost have, like, cause they're going to go, Oh, don't be silly. Like this is who you are. Sometimes it's harder for people to push back than it is to just like, obviously, it's easier just to go back into, oh yeah, you're right. Like, cause it is hard and it is hard to almost break your identity. And, and sometimes that's what it is. It's kind of going against that, the grain. Yeah. And you can look at it from the other end of the spectrum. Again, we've spoken about it on the podcast. Like if you're the person that takes the, your lunch into the office and that's what you always do. And you've always done that. That's your identity that you're the person that takes their lunch into the office even that identity, it, it, this is how it expands in so many different areas. If you suddenly become the person that is buying the, you've, got, you've gone from the lunch person to you've just bought lunch from the cafe. Yeah. People are like, what? Who are you? Everyone's going to judge regardless. It's funny. It took me so many years to develop this. Doesn't matter if you're health and fitness or you're, all about enjoying life. If you go against the grain in any way, shape or form, somebody will make a comment. In my last workplace, I was always really perceived as being health and fitness because I didn't eat all the, you know, cakes and biscuits that I always brought in because I'm doing it on my own terms. We spoke about this before, but on the odd occasion, say I did go, oh, I really want a donut and I actually do want one. If I had a donut, people would make a comment. And it's, it's funny because 
it almost doesn't matter whether you're, I guess, overweight and you want to make this change and go against the grain or you're, even if you're say underweight and you're trying to bulk up and do whatever you, people are always going to make a comment because you're going against the, the almost your normal. So yeah. Yes. And I like your donut example there because it's easier for you to just be like, I'm not going to eat the donut so that then people don't say anything and don't judge. But it goes, that's exactly how it is the other way too. So someone that's overweight, it's yeah. easier for them to be like, oh, I'm just going to eat the dessert this time because then people won't say anything. Yeah. And, and, and I guess uh, something that I think I can relate to is I think when I was younger or certainly into my teens, I got a little bit chunkier and like that's who I was. And it took me a long time to like, break the cycle almost of that's who I was and people making comments if I did want to make a change like I would be the one who would drink more than everyone or eat more than everyone because that's who I was and it was it took me so long to like break that cycle break the chain like almost like to go against it and then after a while now like nobody battering eyelids at me people that I've known for 10 12 years before may have made a comment now that's just who I am like that's just normal but there's still that grace period where you're going to get resistance from people around you and yourself as well yes I think that's a massive point to make not only is it from outside external sources it's from yourself too and I think we don't have any magic advice here but it's persevering and highlighting that this is potentially something that you're going to self-sabotage with and you have for X amount of years because you've been overweight for so many years. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Getting through that, pushing through the barriers. Yeah. And, and like you said about the uh, sport person identity. So for me, I had the two identities and then, but in my head, I didn't see myself as being the chunky eats more, drinks more, loves life, live large uh, person I saw myself as uh, you know I to me in my body I was a sports person who loved to be active healthy fit and I kind of what the other perception of people started taking over my life but that wasn't who I was and it, it was hard work and it does take a while to like there's no plain sailing it wasn't like every day it wasn't like progress was linear like some days I felt really like tough and but slowly but surely you make that constant adjustment and you just slowly but surely get to the right place yeah it's a mindset shift but it's a mindset that you have to work on every day and even if like things that i do with my lean beans is write down give me three positives like at the moment you're focusing on this negative of look i can't do this or i don't know why i can't lose weight etc but find some positives find Mm -hmm. some positives in your day and kind of fake it until you make it i suppose a hundred percent i guess uh another thing as well what i found with people uh on the the sort of mental side of things people might be saying to, like listen to this and go yeah but i'm i am i'm ready to go against the grain but i lack motivation what i always used to say to people in the gym is really understanding your why and that's not just to say like oh i want to feel good because i don't feel good at the moment but really understanding why you don't feel good 
like why would this make you feel better why because like a lot of people it's very easy to say uh, i want to look good in this dress or i want to look better at the beach or i want to you know, there's there's very generic whys but actually understanding why the more you go sort of deeper and really almost open it up to yourself and it's not to others just to yourself i think more honest you'll be with yourself as well because like that's like saying when i was younger i wanted massive biceps right i want to look like rugby players whatever um i was self-conscious about taking my top off at the beach and this was even in my early to mid 20s but i never it was why why did i feel self-conscious like and i never really admitted it until i got a bit older that i was like you know i do feel self-conscious i don't now which is great but i had to almost admit to myself that that was the case i just i used to say like oh i used to train because you know i want bigger biceps so i fill out a t-shirt but why did i do you know I mean like there was always a core reason i think sooner that you're honest with yourself and really expose yourself only to yourself as well don't have to tell anyone then you can be more honest and get that motivation yeah getting vulnerable is again in all walks of life it is the riskiest thing that you'll do but it's also probably the best thing you'll do as well mm -hmm. you know? yeah i think uh with any i think this is mainly for people obviously on the very very start of their journey that this will be pointing out with but it could be anyone on on any point of the journey is at any point that you're you truly honest with yourself that's when things like the the mindset set shift will happen and the motivation will come along and because you know it's not all plain sailing but i think people that are further along on their journey as in mentally have got that acceptance and their heads in the right space and they can understand why they're doing it amen a bloody man okay steph that's i think very good we've touched on the mental side of it obviously we can't go into it too deep as um we are not professionals in that scenario but we can only just draw on our first-hand experience one thing we can do is the physical side of it oh yeah so talk to me about physically why some people really struggle and it's sometimes easier to stay overweight than it is say to lose weight yeah i think physically so obviously here we're talking about the numbers so being in a consistent calorie deficit is it's not hard isn't the word it's it takes perseverance it takes consistency it takes work it takes brain power to be in a consistent calorie deficit and what well, it kind of filters in from the mindset stuff is you've got to be in the right place to be in a consistent calorie deficit it's very easy to the human body right wants to be at balance like if you're currently overweight your body will try and eat to that state where it can stay at maintenance because it doesn't want to change mm -hmm. right you know we as humans don't want to change your body also doesn't want to change either so getting out of the maintenance stage of okay my body needs to be in a calorie deficit my mind needs to also be up to speed with that too is hard it's hard work and again it's something that you have to work on daily you have to plan ahead you have to stay in the moment you have to think right what have i got coming up this weekend how can i stay flexible so that i can fit this birthday event or barbecue into my weekly calories etc it takes 
brain power and we're all busy we all lead lives that don't leave much time for ourselves if we don't allow it so it's easy the first thing to go out the window is always health and fitness and especially mm-hmm. a calorie deficit yeah i think uh, physically certainly what i've struggled with in the past is almost making that at one point you go to yourself right today's the day i start it doesn't happen slowly you have that one day that you go today it's going to start happening but there's it's not like all of a sudden things go very uh, slowly i think things change quite drastically sometimes for a lot of people and i know physically like i've i've struggled to i'd have a routine where i'd wake up in the morning and i'd pick up breakfast from the cafe at work and then like i wouldn't have it built in that i'd go to the shop and be prepared and like it's almost that that routine that changed as well um so it was catching me out and then things snowballed quite quickly and all of a sudden after a week you've lost your motivation and it's now inconvenient to be on this because <laughs> the motivation has gone yes and then you're also looking forward to like six months time from now being like yep even if i do lose a pound a week i'm still going to be overweight this is going to be a long journey and then bringing that back to the present day of right okay so i need to think about what i'm going to take in for lunch i need to meal plan this 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 it's it's effort like there's no doubt about it there's effort i think as well like a lot of the uh progress that obviously i think maybe me and you have come a bit numb to but certainly me is now i eat so well whereas before in my early 20s like my diet wasn't great i was still eating potato smileys and turkey dinosaurs a couple times a week if i could like because it was just built into my diet whereas my habit now is so different that i know that i have those stock meals or stock whatever or i know i'll have to go to the shop and i'm used to meal prepping i'm used to like tracking my calories these are all things that you've come accustomed to and it's a part of the progress of being on the journey whereas yes. when you're when you're very new to it it's almost all of a sudden you're changing your food habits your tracking habits your prep habits your what you're physically buying what you're physically eating like so there's so many different it's almost i say a big step but sometimes it feels like a big step but it's actually you've adjusted it so quickly but i think a lot of diets fail very quickly because you feel like all of a sudden you're like like this isn't sustainable for x amount of time yes and one of my current lean beans so we're into week seven so she asked this at the end of week six she said i feel like my habits have changed like and naturally now drink less alcohol my portion sizes are smaller etc she said how long do you think it's going to take where this is just a permanent thing and my answer was i don't truly believe it ever becomes a permanent thing where you never have to worry about drinking too much or your portion size is getting too big again or creeping up it's a decision you have to make every day mm-hmm. and I'm now at a place where I'm happy with my body weight. I'm maintaining. I have been for a few years now, but like we've discussed before, my weight still goes up and down. Again, it's a decision that I make on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, that these are my, this is how I want to live my life. Yes, I drink more alcohol than I necessarily should sometimes, but I don't do it as much as I used to when I was actually overweight and unhappy about it. Yeah, I think it's almost like 
your mindset changes it's almost like the unconscious is it happens unconsciously like a lot of people think like all of a sudden that say me you we don't have these battles every day where we but it happens almost unconsciously like i'm like okay i'm aware that i need to do i need to go to tesco's because i need to i don't want to go to the shop and buy bread i like i rarely eat bread not because bread is bad I don't oh say no jumbo jumbo doesn't eat the burger buns at the barbecues but because <laughs> I, for me like i'm very aware of what nutrition i want to put into my body like before I, I didn't even think about it now i do think about it and it's not all of a sudden that i'm there like oh it's the end of the world if i eat bread because i think i've actually got a loaf of bread in the, the kitchen but before i wouldn't even think about it now it's just a part of my you know, I want to eat healthy. I want to be healthier. It's not, it's not a battle I have. It's just my mindset. Yes. We've actually just discussed off air that we're both having hungry days, quite coincidentally. Mm. And these still happen for us. And it's, again, is it easier to stay overweight? Yes, because if you have more hungry days and you give in to them and you just allow yourself to eat an extra 10,000, not 10,000, 5,000 calories in a day, but the reality is too, if I'm having a hungry day, I eat more, mm-hmm. you know? So when we're talking about physically how it's easier to stay overweight, yes, it is because it's easy to give in to your mind. When you know you've got a big hill to climb, it's easier just to stay at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. I, I think mean, uh, certainly it's harder to get to the point where you're, you win the battle so I think sometimes like it's almost like being at the yeah the bottom of the hill, looking up the top of the mountain. Top of the mountain is having that that uh, persistent mindset, and it's not a challenge. You almost have to do the hard yards to get to that point. But it's achievable for everyone. Like it's not off the cards for anyone. You can become a healthier person if you want to be. If you just have to do the hard yards. Even if we look at the bottom of the hill in an actual real life term, like I was in Wales a couple of weekends ago and we were doing some hiking stuff, much to my discretion and lack of want to. So we're at the bottom of the hill and I know I'm going to really enjoy that view at the top, but yeah. to get up there is such a pain in the ass. Yeah. I'm going to start sweating. I'm going to, my calves are going to hurt. Like it's, it's not nice. It's an uncomfortable place to be, but was I glad when I got up the top? Absolutely. But getting yeah. there, I complained a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like I, I feel like uh, people that are on this journey are almost doing the hard yards and the climb. They just need to know that everyone's gone through it, and like yes. you almost, you almost have to do the hard yards. And once you've done it. Like obviously that your journey is not over once you've, but the mindset comes in very quickly. It's funny. Um, my sisters, I was a couple of weeks back, we we're having a discussion and I was like, Oh, I'm going to Nando's, um, later. So I haven't had loads of calories at this point in the day. And they, to them, that seemed obscene that I was almost like complete restriction on my calories. I had some sort of eating disorder. Um, <laughs> because they've not done the almost the hard yards and that's sometimes how it feels when you, and until you're in the situation and you have that healthy mindset of appreciating calories in first calories out and obviously energy balance over a seven day period and stuff, then you can understand it better and, and 
is healthy. And so many points to piggyback on there. But one, surrounding yourself with people who are on a similar journey to yourself is so important because like physically, as we're saying, it's easy just to stay overweight. But if you have people on your side that are like, no, actually, you're having a harder day, but today's the day you've got to push through. And yeah. it's exactly the same when I was in Wales. Would I have gone up that hill on my own? Absolutely not. Not a chance. But because I had my friends being like, come on, off we go. Let's yeah. go. I'm like, F you, but okay, fine. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, it's so spot on as well. Yeah. Like It's, it's like the whole going against the current a little bit like sometimes you have to go against the current a little bit go against the grain a little bit and then you have that much easier sailing or journey yeah and just as we say weight loss isn't linear as in going downwards it's also not linear going up like you're going to have harder days you're going to have some easier days you're going to have hungry days you're going to have days where and weeks where you just fly through and be like Jesus, holy yeah. moly on toast. This is really easy because your motivation's yeah. high. Then you get another six weeks down the line and you're like, oh my God, this is so hard. That's part of the journey, right? It's- it is. And I, I guess what would put people, a lot of people off who aren't on the journey is seeing these almost like challenges and all these different challenges ahead and think oh it's so hard but it's almost like one of the things like the journey up the hill Steph is sometimes when you it seems really hard but as soon as you're on the journey as soon as you're on that progress you realize that you're just dealing with one or two challenges at a time and it's not all it's not always hard you just have those small minor things and it's just about yeah persevering being consistent and just keep working at it i knew because my friends know i don't like hiking and i can't be asked for it don't know why Mm. i don't i just don't and um (laughs) when you when i look back they were like geeing me up for it even before we went like they told me right we're (laughs) going to be doing some hiking i'm like no we're not or i'm not going to go i'm just going to like are you eight years old yeah exactly i know it's ridiculous isn't it but this is the reality right but it's another good point to be fair because i kind of had to build myself up for these bloody hikes Mm. you know it didn't just happen yeah maybe to be fair i'll give you maybe it was would be easier (laughs) but for people that are overweight it doesn't just click right there right then be like this is happening like you've usually failed so many times before you've seen pictures of yourself you don't look like you don't like what you look like you then look in the mirror one day and the scales are the highest they've ever been you're like now's the time you know it's it's all a process to get to that hill in the first place isn't it yeah and and i like the hill analogy as well because it's just one step at a time and and at the start the steps aren't as steep as the highest point you know it if it was you were going up in linear upwards, you know, that it would be a very steep climb the whole way, but it's not, it's never like that. You know, yeah. sometimes, you know, it might be a small incline. Sometimes you're walking on a bit of flat. Sometimes it's, it sounds a bit cliche and a bit cheesy, but so it's so, cheesy. it's so true. Like, yeah, that's just, the thing. Like halfway up, we stopped, we had a picnic, we enjoyed the view. And so the same with someone losing weight is, you stop, you go back to maintenance for a little while, you lose mm. a little bit more weight. I mean, so cheesy, but I do love it. 
But it's true. Like people at the very start of their journey might be thinking, all of a sudden I've got to learn how to count calories. I've got to change my complete diet and this. It will happen over the the course of the time. It's not going to, you know, all of a sudden you might have to learn how to use MyFitnessPal, which is the easiest app in the world. But that's just one thing that's done. It's out the way and you've learned how to do it. And all of a sudden you might, instead of eating... I don't know, turkey dinosaurs and potato smileys, you might be eating something freshly made. Yeah. And it's just the small steps along the journey. Small steps lead to, to big results. Absolutely, Steph. Yeah. So, Steph, give us a roundup of this uh, podcast. Oh, gosh, that's actually a tough one today because I feel like we've gone deep into so many different rabbit holes, but it's easy. It's easier to stay overweight. There's absolutely no doubt about that, but it's not where you want to be. People listening to this podcast, it's not where you want to be. It's not where you deserve to be. It's not where you should be. So find someone to help you take those first steps. If that's what you need, find, reach out to whoever you need to reach out to. We are here to reach out if you need just someone to listen and you will find your way. But the, (laughs) again so cheesy but it is so worth it put in the hard work put in the consistency the perseverance because you know as well as we don't even need to say this to you you know that's what you want desperately more than anything else in the world to lose the weight to fit into the size clothes that you've been in before you can go shopping and not feel like actually i don't want to be here because i don't really fit into anything that's not where you want to be it's not where you deserve to be own it even if you fake it till you make it, own it because the view's worth it, literally, physically. Yeah, absolutely. I haven't discussed this podcast, and as we discussed it, it made me realize how important it is to almost have your Sherpa up the hill, like you had your friends that were, like, it's important to have those, you know, you obviously have your people around you, but it's such an importance of having, for example, like Lean Bean groups, you... <laughs> to have people around you so that you can, you know, they can get you up that journey and help you through it. And because it is hard when you're by yourself and it's, you almost feel like you're the only one on the journey at the start. You're going against the grain. It's tough. It's you against the world, but you have got that there for somebody to help you along. Yeah. And life is better shared regardless. Absolutely. In every which way, feel the love, share the love, Mm. and it makes the journey that much sweeter i know it's another cheesy thing of ah the journeys where actually all the magic happens and the view's actually not that great when you get there i mean the journey's important Mm -hmm. and that is where you're going to spend most of your time so own that too and know all this and set yourself up for actually this isn't going to be a two-month journey this is going to be a year two years Mm. but i mean i'm here for it you know yeah absolutely I just, I really implore those people that think that is a goal that's out of their reach is that it happens without you knowing that you change as a person, your habits change as a person, you know, you're not going to, okay, your goal might be to lose X amount of weight, but it's all the stuff that you get on the journey that comes with it, like making those sensible decisions and, you know, changing lifestyle habits. Those are things that come without you even knowing. They just it happens yeah and don't overthink it because all that stuff even you saying it jamba i'm like oh boring unsexy but just roll with it 
do it at your own pace do the the things that you know that you're going to enjoy trust me so many people think logging calories and tracking calories is boring but start see how you go you'll start to educate yourself and see mm. things and you'll get involved and then it does it gets fun it gets fun and it does i really like i'm gonna sound really like a loser here but i love seeing like the progression track of my calories like mm. my fitness powers the days go by and then again you know if you have like a bad day and it's still there and it like goes down past the days and it finally drops off and i'm like yes but I'm honestly losing, yeah no but we're all losers we need more losers in the world uh, absolutely <laughs> right guys um steph where can we find you you can find me on facebook and instagram at foodislife.nutrition so if you don't follow me you will start to realize that i am on social media a lot and mm. i love it and not only just do i share free lots of nutrition stuff weight loss stuff but you see a little bit more about my life and gunner my dog and all that good stuff so definitely i'd say sometimes i'm on there as well yeah he sometimes makes an appearance mm. to be fair yeah. he has to very much deserve it though it depends on how i'm feeling on the day yeah well. uh website you can find the link in the show notes is foodislifenutrition.com jambo where can we find you you can find me on Instagram at jambo.the.great. Uh, I said it, I think, in the last couple of podcasts, but please, guys, do reach out to us. If you have any questions, if you just want to say hi, we have so many people that have followed us over the last year or so that just seem to be random people following me. My content isn't that great, so it can't be that. <laughs> so if, you know, just pop in, say hello if you do want to follow. Jambo loves the chat, so definitely get into his DMs. I'm, yeah, I just, I need people to give me attention. <laughs> right, guys, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, bye, bye.